Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we love this sport. I'm Jason Grubb, here with Rick Stevenson. Hey, Rick, how are you doing tonight? Uh, for, a, uh, for a Tuesday night, September, the, wait a minute, the last Tuesday of the summer. Oh, September, wow. Doing wow. Pretty well. You yeah, know, just, what are your thoughts? Just realize as, that Uh-oh. as we go into fall, like, are you a guy that likes the fall and the winter, like the change of the seasons or would you prefer a perpetual summer? Uh, okay. So for those that know, really know me, I'm a huge pumpkin spice fan. So yes, I do like the fall. <laughs> Give me anything pumpkin spice. However, I don't like cold weather at all. It drives me nuts. I just like, I like the moving from summer into somewhat cooler temperatures, but we don't need to drop, drop off a cliff and living in Northeast Ohio, we drop off a cliff way too, way too fast. And it seems like fall goes away like that. So this is a great, I love September right now. Yeah. Great time. I've noticed the weather when I was in the Outer Banks for the past three weeks, it was the same temperature every day, day in and day out. Uh, And that was that was fine. Actually, I got really used to it. But now we're in technically we're in South Carolina, but we're kind of in some mountainous area here where we're at. And um, I'm noticing like the crispiness of the air. And I don't know if that's Mm -hmm. everywhere, but I I know that having come from being on a beach to this mountainous area and I. It's still humid. I'm still sweating like crazy, but there's just a crispiness. The mornings are like 54 degrees, 55 degrees when I wake up, which just feels freezing cold when I go outside to do the ice barrel, my ice, my plunge oh. in the morning. Um, but I've done it in much worse temperatures. I mean, I, there's, it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's it, it gets cold yeah. outside. It, when you have to break the ice and you don't <laughs> need your chiller. Yeah. That's yeah. when you know it's cold. Yeah. Then, then you're in there for a very short time. Now, wait, did you say South Carolina? I'm sorry. Technically, South Carolina. You yeah, did. just right so, on the okay. border. Yep. You didn't find that fighter jet, did you? I was looking. You know, I, I, I'm not you sure if looking. it was going to come all the way up from Charleston <laughs> over here, but I kept my eyes peeled because I feel like there'd be a pretty decent reward for an $80 million plane or however much it is. <laughs> is that not one of the oddest? I, I feel like every time, every week has one odd story after another. Right. Doesn't matter. Not How? not outside the because the world of CrossFit has some news, but that that story yesterday was just really we lost a jet we here lost, in yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, why and the like, hell do you do that? How was it not showing up yet? Like, I, I, I mean, it's going to crash <laughs> at some point. And didn't anyone see Correct. that? Like, and call in like, hey, there's yeah, a I major mean, fire. Um, pretty sure it makes a noise. Yeah, exactly. All that jet fuel, but still. <laughs> so be careful. No, I think uh, they identified a wreckage field. Today. Oh, they did. I, I forget. Very, very rural county. So, well, dang it. Yeah. Apparently, it's not in the Kings not Mountain. Good. I'm in Kings Mountain, which uh, I did discover today okay. that there was a major, major war or a major battle in the Civil War. Probably lots of wars here, but but in the Civil War in particular, mm-hmm. there was a battle at Kings Mountain, which is a mountain that's just right here. So if any history buffs are out there that love the Civil War, uh, I am. At, I mean, okay. I'm just a stone's throw from Kings Mountain, South or North Carolina. South now Carolina. I don't know. I don't Carolina. know which state. I'm in South. Yes, I'm in South Carolina. Where okay. I mean, the border okay. is like right. a mile away. So I every time I cross it, like my Absolute. car welcomes okay. me. Google welcomes yep. me. You know, on either side of the line. So it's a very welcoming area. Uh, CrossFit we'll say news. Hello to my daughter. How about that? <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah. I will. All right. Cross. Yeah. CrossFit news. Gee, hey, uh, before I say that, I did open up my podcasts, you know, take a look at everything. And everybody has this emergency broadcast today, emergency special episode (laughs) uh, because of the news. We're just two guys that have a pretty regular schedule with nothing else going on. And it happens to be the news breaks the day we want to talk to each other. You know, we're pretty... 
as far lucky. as breaking news special. goes, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we we knew it. We knew. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. we talked about this offline. I'm not sure if we actually posted, if we shared specifically uh, Fort Worth, but you and I offline, uh, I know that <laughs> I had heard a rumor. I think you'd heard a rumor. And uh, Fort Worth is where the games will be. And that's uh, yep. that is some big news. Uh, a venue change. It looks yep. beautiful. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun down there for the athletes in 100 degree weather. It's going to be very hot. Second Correct. week in August out there, Correct. right? Uh, uh, August 8th through... Eighth through the eleventh, I think, were the dates well, that were in the in the post. Interesting. The announcement showed August eighth through eleventh. The game site showed August fifth through eleventh. So there's a slight discrepancy there. But oh, I think okay. it's. I mean, I think the video is probably more accurate. I mean, if CrossFit could just one time have a consistent consistent dates across all <laughs> no, channels, the whole yeah. team would just be like, all right, guys, check, it's check, the 8th the through the 11th. Okay, we all got it, right? Just check the department yeah. heads. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, and I, I don't know if we get into this too much tonight. I, I think I think we are, you and I are both in a wait and see uh, status as far as what Correct. goes on with Masters. But I did post on social media tonight. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it a slight frustration, but just a thought that I had. And it was this. It was... Uh, I actually wish the CrossFit would have would have waited on this news. I wish that the announcement was twice as long, and I wish it would have said something like, "Hey guys, big big changes coming to the CrossFit world. Number one, the individuals yep. and teams will be competing in Fort Worth, and here's what this is all about." And they show Fort Worth, and they say, "You know, the town and the Longhorns mm-hmm. and the cowboy hats, and then the same grit, Laura Horvath." lunge walking like just awesome number two age group and adaptive athletes will no longer be a part of this uh part of the games this is for the individuals and teams this is where the events will be the adaptive and age groups will be blank and blank and blank here yeah, yeah, you know, just just and then and, and then they show the video. Will be teenagers, yeah. yeah, just hey, yeah. three other yeah. divisions or three other areas. Here are the three different competitions where they'll be competing for their CrossFit Games, and then maybe a blurb on each of those, just really quick to show this cohesive, unified message around mm-hmm. all the athletes right. that have participated historically in the CrossFit Games for the past ten plus years. But they didn't because do that. What does this leave you today? They gave you a message, and it was nice. It was direct. Yep. We think the dates were right. Pretty. Great looking venue, brand new. Uh, however, it leaves us with the and, and dot, dot, dot. Well, we just don't know. If you're just so. an everyday person and you're not like speculating the way we are and just like hearing whispers that everyone whispers. If you're just the guy that's in a gym that is a master's athlete that wants to qualify to the games one day, you're like Fort Worth. OK, I can wrap my head around that. I would like to do the CrossFit Games Fort in Worth. Fort Worth. Yep. But that guy doesn't know. Sure. That there's not going to be that this that, that the whole games format is changing this year, mm-hmm. um, and I, so that's where I just feel like CrossFit is they 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 share this huge message that and it's it's great and it's it's exciting, but they say the CrossFit Games will be in Fort Worth. Well, now they need to redefine right. what the CrossFit Games are so that we know what they mean when they Correct. say and that's all that's all that's a little th- just a little just a little tweak on the message and i'm a, i'm happier that's all uh does that mean that they didn't think big picture like you're suggesting right or the details aren't ironed out yet for the other areas and the timeline kind of kind of forced their hand right we, we don't know could be or, yep. or are the details in hand and they just oversight said, no, you know what? We're going to make this announcement and then we're going to make another announcement yep. and yep. you're going to have to be paying attention and put two and two together. Watch the social media channels, 
look for uh, your emails to show up. We'll check the main site. That's yeah. how you're going to get your news. You know, so. Don Fowler, the CEO, has come from some some um, very long term oriented growth companies. I mean, he's he's worked in some really mm-hmm. really big tech companies, and they don't they they don't let timelines. As far as I know, large tech companies are, are don't let timelines dictate their messaging. Um, and I know that this, but this is kind of historic how CrossFit does things. It's 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 kind of push something out there, and then we'll deal with uh, any ramp. Ramifications, right? It's just right, put it out right, like, right. hey, uh, masters athletes or uh, hey, uh, age group adaptive athletes, you, we cut your live stream. Uh, we're going to hold a conference about it on Wednesday night, middle of your competition. We're going to have a quick conference, uh, you know, a press conference on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, again, it's it's okay. I don't well, want to be a sou- but, but be too, sour on it. But Monday, Monday, we make the post about the single position camera, whatever yes. that's called. Tuesday is the camera revealed. Oh, and the Wednesday we'll have the press conference. <laughs> right. Right. That, right. That's the, you're like, what the? It know? is. It's it's a little ping pongy, a little or pinball-y uh, approach. And Mm-hmm. And you know we uh, every time you every time you have some bit of a transition or you create friction with your audience with your customers which we are customers of CrossFit um you are mm-hmm. taking withdrawals from an emotional bank account that you have with them and i Correct. just feel like yep. uh, you know in our age group in our divisions um our our reservoir our emotional bank account is is running low on gas you know so we're yeah. not we need some yeah. deposits there's, there's enough yeah there's enough going on in our lives outside of crossfit that take it their toll on our emotional bank account <laughs> yeah this is our escape it's our sport it's our passion we don't need them to be withdrawing too for <laughs> right we're supposed to be making deposits right. into that bank that is account. correct that's what we're asking uh, for um, i got i got real life deal with <laughs> yeah there's hard enough things out there uh but oh, i mean the the venue looks great uh it it, it really looks yeah it looks oh, it tough does. It's brand new apparently presentation a couple yeah. Of years old yeah yeah um all my texas friends um, are, are so stoked it, i've got lots of places to stay in texas if yep. i do go to watch the individuals or teams you know compete sure. so yep. um interesting yep. reached out to a buddy down there today i said okay uh how close are you right. and uh am i gonna hang out at your place after afterwards and he's like yep whatever you need yep like, okay we're all, right, all making see. arrangements already yeah you know? who knows how the who who knows how the weekends are gonna line up who know. knows what our season looks like yeah. i mean there's a there's a lot of a lot of unanswered questions I doubt I, they'd run the events concurrently. No, it just makes sense. Right? And imagine yeah, if our yeah, event yeah. is like three weeks after that, we're in the middle of like the final notches of training. Push. Like I, yeah, I don't, correct. I don't know if I can travel to to Fort Worth for three or four days to be a an in person fan while I'm training for my biggest event. Have your of the schedule year. really, yeah. really tweaked. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't want to travel. I never um, want to get hey, on a plane. You know what? This is uh, once again we're going to start 2024, and we have said this. I think you and I said this back in February. We really hoped that there would be a year or two of just consistency. Right. And it looks like 2024 is going to be anything but. So is that done by design? Does that keep us guessing? I don't know. It certainly doesn't feel like it. So, hey, we, we know what we're focused on in the next few weeks. We do. We and have, into December. And we then have, out, outside of that, yep. who knows? Yep. And we'll have, it'll give us plenty to talk about. I'll got to tell you, yeah. I'll be, I have so many questions to go over. Uh, I, I, I will be on Talking Elite Fitness on Thursday night, uh, reviewing some of those questions uh, for anyone that wants to tune into that. Or I, it won't be live, I guess. I guess they'll post that the next day. But uh, we'll talk they with Sean and Tommy yeah, and, exactly. and Lauren. And it's just see what see what they think. And they asked me for some of my opinions. And 
if you ask me for my opinion, I will gladly share uh, my thoughts because I think there's I think there's I have so many questions, but we will get to those as well as all of this gets revealed. I think you and I will have our Mm -hmm. we'll certainly have our conversations where we're able to unpack this stuff. Um, But next in the news, uh, a couple of things. Um, One, and this is I you know, it's always fun to just kind of see like these things that pop up. But the morning shock up revealed today, I think maybe yesterday, that Brooke Wells Mm -hmm. is headed to hard work pays off, leaving the proven camp headed to hard work pays off, which is really interesting. I was actually thinking about the fact that uh, Katrin went from comp train. uh, Well, I guess from comp train and she went off on her own uh, in Iceland and then went to hard work pays off. Actually, uh, quite a few people went from that original comp train camp to somewhere else. And now they're all reconfiguring figuring at hard work pays off uh, along with Harry who's over there and Sam Quant and Amanda Barnhart, which is um, that's fun. Interesting. Yeah. Now will she commit to living up there? Like, I don't know. Hopper man. has, or, yeah. or or if Mal comes back, Mal's up there. Or yeah. So again, that keeps the that keeps that's a lot of uh, off season fodder for the uh, for the young kids. Sure that, is. I mean that. Yeah, Brooke Brooke is Brooke is popular. Um, she's a fan favorite still. I mean her comeback, uh, the injury, the comeback yep. endeared her to the community, um, and then to deal with some more adversity by not making it this year. Yeah. But being able there on person to support family. Which was which was fantastic. It was a great story. Yep. Uh, and now this change. What does that mean for Proven? I think there's rumors of some others maybe leaving or yeah, I heard that to too. Leave or, I heard that. Uh, so yeah, I'm, we're not going to put words in anybody's mouth. But uh, if if the time that the changes are going to happen, they're going to happen at this time of the year. Yep, makes sense. As they start to get um, back into training, I'm, you know, back into full time. Yeah, I mean this. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is you laying out your path where you want to be in the next 12 months. Right. And it makes sense. Um, not that Danielle Brandon, two weeks before the games, <laughs> jetting, jetting down the floor. What I don't know. I mean, that, that who knows what all that was. That's not she's a wild card, or, man. I mean, she's uh, to speculate. Yeah. So, so who knows what that was? <laughs> but yes, this is the time to make your change. So congratulations to Brooke. Yep. That's fun. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and uh, people are certainly talking about that too. Did you participate in the Wadapalooza qualifiers over the weekend? I did not. I know some people who did, uh, and uh, yeah, challenging. challenging. So challenging. I heard you did. Right? I did. I I haven't decided I, if I'm going or not, but I didn't want to have that decided for me based on qualifiers. I would rather you know punch mm-hmm. my ticket and then make the decision. Uh, this is the first year I'll ever have to have done the qualifiers. Uh, my my games. Okay appearance or uh, performance has qualified me in historic years uh, this year they're just not doing that because they cut the list of masters athletes down to such yeah. small numbers that they're is having... it is it are you guys five as well we're 10 it's 45 to 49 five and you're 10 we're okay. 10 50 to 54 is five and i'll tell you my my honest my honest opinion is that what I love doing qualifiers. So I, I'll just say that I, I really enjoy mm-hmm. doing qualifiers. Uh, they're, they're fun tests. It's it kind of, it always breaks me out of my routine to do them. So I, I kind of like mm-hmm. to see how, I also like to see how I stack up. Um, I was a little sick when I did qualifier two and three on Saturday. I was still getting over my, it was my first day training after being sick essentially for like three days. Uh, so I was a little jittery. I felt it 
I mean, I, you know that feeling. It's just being uh, a little uh-huh. unstable on my legs. But I got through those workouts. And then on Monday, I felt good for workout number one. Uh, I felt really good. So that was it was fun to do those. But going back to like my thought on this is I don't know if I want to spend the time and energy to go down and compete in an event that is decreasing its um, not necessarily decreasing its support, but but decreasing oh, the number of I'm- masters athletes that it has there. It's it's. You know, Wadapalooza is so good at being everything for everyone that it really, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they add more things every year, but at the same time, it comes at a cost. And uh, for the past three or four years, the numbers of Masters athletes in each division uh, that they could go to Wadapalooza has shrunk all the way down to 10 for my age group, five right. for your age group, like five competitors in the 50 plus um, is mm-hmm. a little bit nuts. Yeah. So I'm not super yeah, it, it, thrilled about that. They're reducing the footprint. Now, I know they're introducing mass age group teams. Yes. But that's, you know, that when we say age group teams, you can start in your minimum age has to be 35. So yeah. there are going to be a lot of, that's different. Yeah. Young guns called 37 years old that are, that are forming teams. I know they can't all be that young, but trying to form teams. And if you're a, uh, you know, 40 and up, 45 and up or 50 and up, you're just looking for a, a top solid off-season competition and they're, ch- they're, they're shrinking your field. It's, it's hard to justify all that with just saying, oh, I'll go teams and I'll find some 30, 38 year old, um, you know, all-star yeah. and, and put together that. So yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Don't, yeah, don't shrink the master's footprint, please. <laughs> don't shrink. That's what we're don't, trying. Yeah. Don't, don't shrink the happen, footprint. Have not happened. Yeah. And so if, if, if I've got to pick and choose, really, it's, it's a, it's just a cost incentive, you know, kind of base system. Like I, mm-hmm. it's, it's cost so much to get down to Miami and stay in Miami for Wadapalooza. It's really a treat to do it, but it's really pricey. Uh, the prizes are not, I mean, it's, it's $2,000 for first place, nothing for second. I don't think that Masters teams, I don't think there's any prize pool as far as I know. Um, yeah, I haven't looked into that I don't that think much. there is. I, th- I know there is for an RX team. I'm not sure if it, a Masters team has a prize pool. But um, it, with all of that, I, I you have to kind of choose, you, as a Masters athlete, choose what competitions you can take a week to go and, and be a part of. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see if I if I go down. I, I, I just don't think I'm going, uh, especially since I'm doing Masters Fitness Collective in two weeks and then Legends in uh, December. It might be time to take mm-hmm. some a break from that in-person competition to get ready for whatever we might have in 2024. But, um, but the <laughs> <Yeah>. qualifiers are <laughs> fun and I'm, I yeah. like to do them and I like to share them with the, with my Boulder athletes and, and, uh, share strategy mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, and then go out and, and just test it. They're, they're fun. Um, get some practice in front of a camera that always increases the adrenaline flow, which is always nice. Absolutely. Um, and then the, the last piece of news that I saw, I don't know why I'm reading these. I normally you're our news guy, but we, we talked about all this beforehand, but that, uh, uh yes, no. the, tomorrow night is the finalized, the finalized leaderboard for legends, the legends qualifier, mm-hmm. um, or it'll be finalized tomorrow night. So, um, Get ready, those of you that qualify, to book your Airbnbs in your hotel rooms quick once you find out yes. if you qualified or not. There's going to be a lot of athletes in Tempe, Arizona in December. Uh, excited because it's not just um, uh, how are they? How are they making? They're they're calling it uh, RX and Elite. I think are yes. they calling the two divisions because there yes. there is an R. I've, oh wait, um, no. I remember when Joe was on with us, he's like the scaled was for the 
qualifier only. Those won't be in person. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so you're going to have your full athlete fields plus your teams, which are new this year. That's your right. Your two person, your four person team. So those were non qualifier. Sign up. He wants to fill the spots. Wants to see what the uh, uh, take up from the community is like with teams. We know the competition is is fast and furious for the individuals. Like such as yourself. So, yeah. and they're good. They're large fields. This is exactly what we want to see. Top-notch competition, great programming, excellent venue, deep field. Um, couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah. So this is, this is what the community wants. They're delivering on, on it. We think Masters Championship is going to deliver the same uh, in its various formats too. We just come off that shrinking footprint talk from Wadapalooza. I know Miami has the allure in January, but as a competitive Masters athlete, this is what we're excited exactly. about. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of the Masters Fitness Collective, so last week we touched on Mm -hmm. some of the individual workouts, which were, I had just gotten off that conference call. And so we had those fresh in our hands with lots of excitement and Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, intrepidation. Honestly, these were some tough workouts. Two days later, you had your team announcement Mm -hmm. and you've got some of the team workouts. Correct. Did you have some highlights? I do. That you wanted to share? Um, uh, yeah, I, I will not go each each one. I do have some highlights, but we're we're still we're still audio. Uh, yes. So you can't see this. Jason can, but I do have my Masters Fitness Collective Tumblr here. That's nice. Uh, so I hope that you'll be getting one this year <laughs> as well, too, because this thing. <laughs> in honor of talking about this, uh, let's see. I'll tell you what. Uh, a lot of them have a play off of your individual events. Sure. Uh, I think they're called obviously different things, but different names. Um, one, you know, now uh, for my partner and I, I'm going to partner with Lon Allen. Um, you know, we all come in uh, dinged up and not a hundred percent, but I think that's called getting older and that's life. Yeah. But we are excited to compete. Um, we're looking forward to it. It will be six years this month that I first met him. Wow. in person and competed against him in person. So this is what we've been trying to do and get back to is getting to compete together. And so come hell or high water, we're going to do this. Um, so downhill is one that we are looking forward to. Um, that is going to be, uh, let's see yours. Uh, you, you do have, uh, this is not, this is not interval interval. Like it's interval for teams. So yeah. it's every two minutes for 12 minutes, max calories, six sets. So three sets, a partner. So there's your interval work yeah. rest. You will begin with a 40 foot handstand walk done in 10 foot increments. And then in the remaining time of that two minute window, max calories on the skier. Right. So it is the, the scoring is easy. It's the more calories, the better. The thing is, is each partner has to get through that 40 foot handstand walk before they can start to pull on the ski erg. Uh, I know Lon is, is comfortable being upside down. I'm, you know, pretty comfortable being upside down, especially if there's not an obstacle in the way. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that one. Wow. You, that's fun. You really get to work through like some, or some, some sprinty handstand walking. Yeah. It, that, that's going to be, um, uh, you know, two minutes is, I think sufficient time to recover if you've been doing your training. So uh, you should be pretty, pretty recovered and 40 feet is not going to take up uh, um, as much time as you think. Uh, So you'll have, you'll have a good majority of that window to, to really pull. So everybody's working. Uh, Of course, I'm having internet issues here. So do you have a second one that's up? I do get this darn link to work. Yeah, I have all of them up actually. You've got, how about this one? The hangman good for time. You've got 25 rope climbs. Every time a teammate leaves the starting mat, he or she must perform 10 deadlifts at 225 before proceeding to the rope oh, yes. for rope yes. climbs. 
Yeah, talk about that. Uh, for you, 50 plus is 8185 on the deadlifts. Correct. So we'll, we'll start out on the um, start out. And as you as you enter the as you leave the starting mat, you've got to rip off your 10 deadlifts. And then strategy comes in. Who's the better rope climber? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, how many can you get done without taking too much rest? Because most of the times in these, in these two, two person competitions, your uh, it is better to tag your partner in than it is to take rest and try and get another right. rope climb or another right. time on the bar. If it's something like that. So if you feel you can almost go touch and go three or four, but then you'll start to fatigue and you'll be like, okay, I can climb the rope five, six, seven times but reps five, six, and seven are going to be significantly slower. Tag your partner. And then they, the they got to uh, do the deads. That's the tricky part on the strategy is that they, yeah, it's, not just ta- it's not just tag your partner when you're tired. Well, can you do one more rope climb or can you afford as a team for your partner to sneak through 10 deadlifts before do they get that rope 10 climb? 10 deadlifts and then that start that rope climb. I'll tell you what, I uh, did... 25, uh, 25 rope climbs total. Yeah, that's, that's a good amount. Um, and the time cap mm-hmm. is 12 minutes on that, uh, which I think that's totally doable between two people. Uh, so I don't think anyone... Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll time cap on that. But I did the uh, individual workout today that has rowing and into deadlifts, into legless rope climbs, uh, into handstand walking. And uh, going from three heavy deadlifts, now you have 10 deadlifts at a moderate weight, uh, that versus three deadlifts of a heavy weight are probably pretty similar in their stimulus as to how they affect the rope climb. Mm-hmm. But in, in one of my rounds, on my second round, I took less time going from the deadlift to the rope climb. I literally dropped the deadlift and jumped up on a rope and it got me. I got bit. Like, whoa, the deadlift. I mean, I know that's why they're pairing this deadlifts and rope climbs because the deadlift has a big impact on the rope climbs. But I didn't think it would be that significant uh, in that moment. Uh, So I barely made it up that rope, came down, took a second, um, let my body calm down. And the second rope climb was actually better than the first in that second round. But the deadlift into the rope climbs, that's a really, really powerful stimulus right there. Well, here's where we're uh, here's where we're going off off. Not not that we have a script, please, please. Believe me on that, but let me ask you this question. Okay, the deadlift today was for this event is three sixty five. Yes, is that right. Yes, that that's a solid. That's a solid deadlift. That's heavier than pulling power at the games, right? Correct. Yeah, at the games, we were, were three fifty. Okay, and you could use your legs. Yes, we're here. Big difference. Are okay. Big th- difference. huge. Okay, so fewer fewer deadlifts than at the games, mm-hmm. but you have to move into a more technical um, gymnastics. Yeah. and you're under a time crunch with a legless rope. Climb. Yeah, it, the, correct. If you didn't you have this okay. this you in this three minute window, you have to get through a three hundred meter row, three heavy deadlifts, three legless rope climbs, and then as many handstand walks as you can. Mm. And I got to tell you, like the row takes a minute. I mean, you could push it and maybe the row mm-hmm. takes 50, 55 seconds, but it, it takes a minute. Yeah. Deadlifts doesn't take yeah. long, 10, 12 seconds, whatever. But uh, three legless rope climbs just get really, really tough after rowing with the pulling, after the deadlift with the pulling. Mm-hmm. Now you're just Mm-hmm. Maybe if you get that first rope climb out of the way, that's fine. The second rope climb gets spicy. The third one is downright dangerous, um, or at least it felt like that today. Mm-hmm. It was the last piece I tested <laughs> today. But uh, to be fair, I thought it was really tough. Now, um, here's the interesting thing, Rick. I wonder, now I'm talking about our workout. So you have this three-minute window. If you finish that mm-hmm. legless rope climb, now you try to get, accumulate as much handstand walking as possible, okay? You're done with this workout once you've got right. 150 feet of handstand walking. Let's say in the second round, you just find that you're tired. What if you just mm-hmm. row at a moderate pace, 
you know, I don't know, maybe it takes a minute and a half. Yeah. Then you maybe do a deadlift, yeah. a single, maybe, but you're doing movements and you don't even get to the, you don't even get Correct. one rope. You point. don't know what the minimum work requires. Yeah. And then yeah. on the third round, you're well rested and you go for broke again. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to address that because um, I actually had someone reach out and ask me if they, if there was a minimum work requirement in the second round, because if you really wanted to take that entire break, uh, because that second round is really, mm-hmm. really, really a doozy. But uh, that's oh, I don't want to go into too much further. But um, except to say that I like that workout for you guys as a partner workout. You're looking at your partner yeah. saying, hey, yep. are you ready to do deadlifts? Because I'm ready to be done doing rope climbs and I could stand here for another 30 <laughs> seconds and yep. then do a rope climb. Or do you want to do, yep. you know, like uh the deadlifts are no joke um, as a buy-in to oh, this. So I, I really like that as a team no workout. Uh, let's go over one more. I, I told you. Yep. Uh, I want to I want to focus on please hold. Okay. Because yeah. I think that is, go- that is going to... Okay, it's a chipper style. Like you have a chipper yep. for the individuals. Um, but this chipper style for team, I think this is going to destroy teams. Uh, plain and simple. Now, the, the weights vary. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it for a lot of myself. We're at 140. Uh, 105 pounds on the barbell, yep. it looks like. Yep. Okay. So it's 80 back squats at 105 pounds, but you can only accumulate back squat reps while your teammate hangs from a bar. Okay. So you get through that 80 toes to bar, but you can only accumulate toes to bar while your teammate is holding the bar Overhead. in your head position. Wow. And then, yeah. Yep. So think about you, you would say you'd like to come out and say, oh, I'm going to hold this forever. But fatigue and, uh, uh, you know, just you're you're going to be four or five minutes into the workout already yeah. at that point, three, three minutes into the workout already. Um, you get through the 80s, then you're going to go 60 front squats. Again, your teammate hangs from the bar, 60 pull-ups while your teammate goes back and holds the bar overhead. And if you're fortunate enough to get through 60s, you're going to go, okay, just like you do, we have a lot of overhead squats, 40 overhead squats while your teammate hangs and 40 chest to bar pull-ups while your teammate holds the bar overhead. Uh, they give us 18 minutes. Wow. I think that's two minutes longer than yours. Yeah. I think you might have a 16 minute cap on that. Yep. Um, there's not, there's, this is not work rest. This is work, work. It um, is. There are not many places to hide in this. No. Uh, your, your time under tension for 18 minutes. 18 minutes, tension, 18 minutes of time under correct. tension. So the, I think this is this is uh, it, it, some of you might have heard the uh, uh, Masters Championship had Chris Hinshaw as a guest. Yes, and he walked through these and he talked about sticking points. Just my opinion, looking at this, I think this is a sticking point. I, I forget exactly where this is going to be placed. But I think this is just going to crush a lot of. <laughs> I think so. I can't wait to watch you do it. Um, you know, I know that you're going to be watching me mm-hmm. suffer through the chipper that is like this on the individual side, mm-hmm. and it's, oh, yeah. it's just going to be death. It's going to be carnage on that floor of of human bodies and spittle. Um, and I think you guys are going to be yeah. just the same. Yeah. Watching you hold a bar oh, yeah. overhead for nine oh. minutes, essentially, or I mean, vice versa, I guess, yeah. you know, whatever. But the yeah. the right crazy and i mean just thinking like hanging from a bar and then holding a front squat your grip is never getting a break either it's not just time under tension but your grip is going to get sandwiched smashed um going from holding a bar overhead when you're doing the uh what is that the the 
pull-ups and then having to go right into overhead yep. squats on that final round like good luck good good yeah, luck that I, overhead I like, position is going to be tight i think that all these i'll tell you from experience though as the age groups have gotten a little older in this competition over the years not everyone has finished workouts i mean they're just not programmed you've heard people talk about programming and what their intentions are in the past sometimes they yeah. want to sprint and they want everybody over the finish line there are some that have been programmed in this championship because C.J. Martin has programmed all these years, that I don't think the intention is to get a lot of finishers. It's how far can you get? I mean, yeah, uh, some standouts probably will, but 18 minutes, that's a lot of work in a uh, period of time. So we'll see. Who knows? Maybe, We're going to uh, be out there. Maybe I've uh, developed this. Yeah, I'll be developed this great skill of hanging from a bar forever. <laughs> we'll see. Well, you what you probably so, should be yeah, doing is practicing there's, there's more. constantly. There's more. Um, you darn right. And I have well, there's there's more, but we won't we won't go through all of them tonight. I think yeah. it's uh, I think it's been a nice little uh, uh, taste. You know, we went through that the individuals what you'll have next week. Yeah, uh, we did that last week, and now we talked about the teams. Um, it's going to be a fun event. Uh, looking forward to it, and well, we probably will have a have an update show or two from uh, from Fort Wayne. We sure will. That's going to be so much fun. And I, I look forward to, to rooming with you while we're out there. Uh, we've got our two-bedroom, one-kitchen uh, uh, yep. uh, hotel room, and it's just going to be so much fun. So um, while we're on that subject, uh, I think the last thing we'll, we'll touch on today is the idea of uh, competition nutrition. You know, it's, it's something we'll probably touch on this every time mm-hmm. there's big competitions come up because a lot of people ask me about right. you know what do, what do I do for competition day nutrition especially when you have something like MFC or legends or the games where you have 3 to 4 days of competition multiple events throughout the day uh you're mm-hmm. there's all kinds of anxiety there's adrenaline dumps there's cortisol you're not hungry you are hungry man what what are some tips that you have i think maybe Let's go back and okay. forth with a tip each, maybe a couple back of times. But sure. okay. what is what is one tip that comes to mind for you for competition weekend, competition day strategy, uh, nutrition strategy? This, uh, well, this is a little different than yours because of the way I know that you've, you've had some advantages and you'll know exactly where I'm going with this is most of the time I don't have everything uh, accessible to me that I would normally have while training and living at home. So I need to... When I need to think of nutrition, I need to think some flexibility um, with the diet, but I can't stray too far from what I'm used to digesting, what I know uh, provides me the, the nutrients that I'm going to need on a competition day. So I need to be flexible and can't get so wrapped up as I don't have everything that I would normally have access to in my kitchen. So that's what I'm looking for in the store. But I also am not going and buying, you know, we're not going to uh, get, you know, a dozen hot wings, you know, for breakfast and say, oh, that's nice pro- protein. Why not? You know, I need to stay as, as, uh, as, as consistent as I can with knowing that I'm going to need some flexibility in my schedule. Yep. I think that's a great where, point where you, yeah, you, you've had some home course advantages here. Oh my gosh. I, this MFC in two weeks is going to be the first time I haven't had that home court advantage in quite a while. Uh, I've been to the games for the past three years with my RV, um, 21, 22, 23. I've got my home on wheels and, you know, pulling mm-hmm. a, pulling a, 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 a wagon with a cooler that's got all my food in it. It's just great. But, uh, yeah, I think what I, I'm in the same way I, at, uh, Wadapalooza, you know, you can't, you're not staying in an RV, you're staying in an Airbnb. And you and I did this one year and, and last year, my wife and mm-hmm. I were at WADA. Um, you know, I, I generally, you know, when you pick me up from the airport on Thursday night, 
next Thursday. We'll go to the store to do a quick stocking up trip Mm -hmm. and I'll grab the things that I always eat like rice, eggs, egg whites, yogurt, red meat. I want to say ice cream. Not sure about that yet, but there might be there might be ice cream in the mix. Don't don't Uh, say no. I'm not Don't saying say no. no. I mean, I mean, there's going to be ice cream. I'm not, let's just be transparent. Yeah. There's there's going to be ice cream in the freezer. Um, and it, what I it, it, and so it, I'll get as consistent. I'll be in the same way as you, as consistent as I can be with what I do on a typical training right. day, on a typical training week. Uh, and I'm on competition right. weekend. I'm not concerned about micronutrients as much as I am macronutrients. Right. So I'm not getting the, the diversity of food, but I am getting the macros that I need for the weekend. During the week and after the competition, we can catch up on all those micros. Correct. I, yeah, a few days of competition aren't going to uh, throw you so far off, but no. what you don't want to have happen is to be underfueled on the competition yes. days just because you're out of your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do this or I couldn't have my oats the way I like to in the morning or something. I don't need yeah. them. And now suddenly, I don't have that much energy. I feel like crap. And that is I'm not what you want. In the middle yeah, that's of terrible. So, yeah. yeah, that's what you're not, that's what you're avoiding. And, and I'm not worried, okay, I'll go back to this. I'm not worried about the exact, um, what is uh, maybe what I should be eating. I need the calories more than mm-hmm. anything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little, little less picky about what I eat now than a competition. Because I'll go through that store with you and I'll be like, Okay, this falls in that family. That's coming in the cart. Yeah, yeah. In there. yeah. Close so enough. Yeah. I, I just need to consume. I need to consume and being nervous before events too makes it more difficult to eat. Very so much. I need to eat just as much as I can, whatever yeah. I feel I can digest. Now, I'll ask you this question because I, I haven't done this much. I guess when I was at Wadapalooza, I had a cooler or I carried a I carried some sort of a cooler with me or something. But at MFC, what do you do for your midday eating? Um, you know, we've got breakfast covered. We're going to eat that at home. We've yeah. got dinner covered. With, but but midday, yeah. it's a long day. What do you, How do you carry your food? You just don't worry about uh, refrigeration. But I had you, a small... No, I had a... Well, I, I don't real worry too much about refrigeration, but I had a small cooler. And I'll bring it again. Okay. In fact, I've got a couple extra. So, hey, we're making plans live the, and on the fly. You bring here. me I'll one. Bring you that would be great. Yeah, yeah, bring yeah. me... I'm I actually going to have are. you bring me... But, yeah, I mean, uh, I just kept... Go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to have you bring me lifters and oh, an extra rope and, and like a pair of shoes. And um, <laughs> I got a, a lot to pack. Yeah. I'll extra hey. water bottles. You know, I need everything, man. I'll tell you what. We're... This is... Pull out there for everybody. Tell me what you need. I'll, I'll see what I can, uh, <laughs> exactly. I can pack. See, I have the advantage of the car. You do. And, you know, not always. When I when we go out to when we go out to Phoenix, I'm going to be in your same boat, and I'm going to yes. be okay. What are my bags? Am I allowed to carry on? And how yeah. much stuff can I fit in there? Because this is a pain in the rear. Um, in next week, I'm going to throw as much crap as I can in the back of the car, and uh, you know, that's what I would do. Is I would drag multiple bags into the Coliseum there at Fort Wayne yeah. and just, you know, a refrigeration a little bit aside because you don't have access to that. So I had to be a little smart with some things, yeah. but depending on when your events are, I was knowing whether I could make it back and forth to the hotel sure. uh, to, to, to eat or not. And then, you know, dinner is another story because you're off site. You're yeah. not in the competition venue. So <laughs> you're, you're really only worried about pre pre-fueling kind of a midday fueling and then post a little bit to keep the calories coming. Yeah. Big catch up at night. I, I always find that, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not hungry in the morning, so I'm force feeding myself in the morning, uh, right. at the, at a competition middle of the day, I get a little bit hungry, but I'm not trying to eat a big meal. Just trying to kind of keep, keep energy flowing throughout the day. Um, and then at night I am refueling, I'll meet in everything there is. I've got a you know, pound of 
pound of ground beef for <laughs> sure, as much rice as I can take in, which is why I say a bowl of ice cream, because sometimes it's just a way to top off those extra calories that don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And we just got to make sure we get enough calories in a day on a competition day. It doesn't have to be like a lot more than in a regular day. It actually doesn't mm -hmm. have to be any more right. than a standard training day. But we are often on a training, on a competition day. We're not getting nearly enough. So we're doing everything we can to, to hit the, the macros we need, refuel, so we're good the next day. Because we know this, your performance tomorrow often has more to do with how you sleep tonight and how you ate today. That's just, that's just how it goes. So we can't yeah, have any... Good point bum yep. days yep. of or low fuel days we're gonna bonk the next day if we're under fueled today so um that's tip that's another tip i would think of that uh, i'll yeah. also i'll also pack all the vegetables that you need to you just let me know which vegetables you like i will i will show you right where you can put them once we get to the hotel there's a nice round trash can just put them we can we'll cook them up and put them right in the Go. trash <laughs> Don't mind, don't mind my salads then. How about that? No, <laughs> I, that's one I, I won't mind them. I will tease you. The competition day. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee that I'm teasing <laughs> you about them, but I, I won't. I don't mind them. I, you probably, right. You're a smart person, uh, and I just. It's almost at a matter of. It's almost making a point now about greens. I, mean, I had a couple green beans with dinner, um, but I complained as much as my six year old okay. about it. I'll okay. just say that he and I were on the same page. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the green bean situation. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that works out i ate all the yeah, chicken so he I think, ate i didn't uh, eat again it. yeah he did not eat all the chicken or he of course no he didn't eat all the chicken but i ate all the chicken i got i got the macros okay, in well, i got what yeah. i needed um but yeah one more tip perfect, what else perfect. you got one again i think this conversation will be no i was i was going to say i think we'll continue this as we talk next yeah. week yeah with maybe what we have i think yeah. that might not be a bad uh, that sounds great you know because again it's not perfect i know where the stores are but yeah. again it's just it's not your usual uh yep. but you're making the best of the situation because you want to prepare yourself so i'll tell you the uh i don't the, mind that at all the little things that i will take that come in quick and really easy in person um i love yogurt out there it's a great source of protein so i'll I'll, I'll always go for yogurt yep. middle of the day. I like, I'm just talking about middle of the day, sneaky things that I do. I love fruit mm -hmm. when I'm out there. Bananas are just packed with, with carbohydrates. I'm trying to not eat too much fruit because I'm not looking for a ton of fiber while I'm, while I'm doing all this. Mm -hmm. um, and honey, I mean, just straight shots yeah. of honey. Um, you'll see me just like mouth agape, squeezing honey okay. in my mouth while we're out That's there because, uh, yeah. It's it's uh it's such a good source of well it's a it's a qual it's a, I want to say a quality source a potent we'll use the word potent source of it's a natural sugar. source it's a natural it source of sugar but when it comes down yeah. to it it's sugar it's a tablespoon of sugar in my mouth in the form mm -hmm. of a yellow liquid that a bee threw up you know but mm -hmm. it's delightful it and it yeah. tastes great <laughs> I'll take it um uh, so that's gonna I be will fun. have uncrustables how about that. Dude, that yeah, is not okay. Because they're out there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I might have a Pop-Tart. I, I might say, like, I'm trying to be completely gluten-free right now, but Pop-Tarts may show up uh, yep. on Sunday, like the last-ditch efforts on that last day. Like, all right, let's make a Pop-Tart happen because mm -hmm. they're just so good. Um, but if you're going on Crustables, I'll go Pop-Tart um, all day. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Rick, how about a... Well, again, I think we can continue. Yeah, yeah we can continue this more as we get closer to the competition. Agreed. Agreed. Do you have a tip or a pick of the week this week? Uh, I have a tip and it'll dovetail into kind of what we were just discussing. And we'll see if I can practice what I preach is uh, I, um, I am a list maker. So I will have the advantage of um, 
again, throwing everything into the car that I need because I'm able to drive there. That That's the easy part. But especially from a fueling perspective, I will make a list, try to plan out as much as I can of, of what I want to eat and when I want to eat it. Uh, and then it's just, if I have a list and I'm able to check those things off, it's one less thing I have to think about. Because unlike some of the younger athletes, I don't have five people following me around that help take care of everything um, for me. A lot of it is my responsibility and I want to make put myself on as autopilot as I can so that all I have to do is communicate with Lon, get out there and perform. So that um, that that's my mindset. And so I will have a pretty detailed list. Man, that's uh, great. As I arrive on site. <laughs> that is so smart. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Even having a list of <clears throat> what to eat, when to eat, like just so smart. So, so Rick Stevenson, like if anyone knows you, this is a Rick oh, Stevenson yeah. style yeah. situation. Yep. All right. Yeah, I, hey, uh, yeah, I thought it was last thing I say, I thought it was really cool when, um, on some of those documentaries, like when Matt Fraser was getting interviewed, um, and he talked about maybe some of the biggest jumps that he made in the sport were getting through school, um, not juggling work, being able to train full time, but having like uh, Sammy and, and, and O'Keefe around him and how much of a, of a support staff they were to him where all he had to do was think about getting out there on the floor and burning the house down. And everything else was handled. Yeah. Masters athletes, by and large, don't have that afforded to them yeah. in in numbers or in people. Uh, because again, this is, we're not doing this as our profession. We're doing this for, this is our sport. This is our fun. And so if you can eliminate some of those what ifs and, oh, I forgot that kind of moments, um, I think it allows you to just uh, be a little bit more laser focused on the competition. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I'm I'm already starting to think about the sticky notes and lists that I need to make. Um, I'll just create a note actually mm-hmm. in, uh, in my phone and start building the list of all the things I need to pack and get onto mm-hmm. a plane, the things I need you to bring, uh, which I could I could send you via text yeah. and um, that's just that's just good. Uh, my tip of the week is yeah, it can't hurt because you have a job. I, I've, I, yeah, job we, yeah, I've got a job and I got to travel and I got to check one bag and or I'm not even I'm not checking a bag. I'm carrying a bag. I never check a bag on the way to a competition. I can't. There's there's nothing I want to check. There's nothing I'm bringing that I can't that I that I don't need. I need everything I'm bringing. So I'm not mm-hmm. checking a bag. Right. I'm carrying on right. and. Um, yeah, it's just stressful. Super fun. Um, my tip of the week is, uh, it just has to do with grips. I was thinking about, uh, this today. I was at a, uh, a training camp this weekend that I hosted in, um, the Outer Banks. It was so much fun. Such, such a great group of people. It has to be, uh, thinking like I could live there. I could just, I could live there and train at this gym, uh, Roanoke Island Fitness Lab. These guys are just salt of the earth. Uh, I got to tell you, Rick, the, the owner of that gym, he has built boats or fished his entire life. He's 67 years old and has been a, a boat maker, oh, wow. fisherman his whole life. And so we were going to fish on Sunday, deep sea fish in a boat that he's built, just a, an a unimaginable sized uh, boat. Uh, but there's a hurricane spinning offshore. So there was no there's no one's going out in that water. So we, we didn't yeah. do that. But he brought me a fresh cut of tuna steak that was probably four pounds like a fresh oh, wow. sushi grade tuna. Yeah. Um, sushi grade. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, he, awesome. he brought it. I actually brought my cooler with me to the, um, uh, to the actual, uh, to, to the training camp. And I was like, uh, he's like, Hey, would you like some tuna? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I, 
I have four pounds for you if you'd like. And, and I've got some steam shrimp that's fresh as well. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I have my cooler. Can, can, do you have extra ice? Took care of me. So um, the past two nights, we've had in, no, unbelievable amounts of seared tuna here. And it's, it's, it's a, it, <laughs> the, awesome. the thing that's funny is it actually tastes, it tastes like a five-star restaurant um, seared tuna. It's, this is what fresh fish is like. Fresh, never frozen, mm-hmm. uh, wild. It was right. amazing. But okay, so I'm at this training camp. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had, I got, story yeah, it's fun itself. story. But um, I noticed that there were some athletes there that were doing pull-ups without grips. Um, and it mm-hmm. just reminded me like how my tip of the week is, is buy yourself a pair of grips and get used to wearing grips. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when I first started wearing grips in CrossFit a long, long time ago, uh, it, it was really hard to get used to wearing grips. Uh, I felt like they were slippery. My hand not contacting the mm-hmm. bar felt like it. I just feel it didn't feel like I had a secure, secure grip. Uh, it took me a little while to get used to it. And at the time, that was when I was putting my fingers through the holes on grips and they were sort of folded over and, and I had that as grips. Um, since then, uh, I'm sure at least 60% of our audience is saying, well, yeah, duh. But there's a good amount of people out there that don't know the trick of like not putting your fingers in the holes on grips and letting them flap up over the bar. And and when you do that in such a way, it gives you this amazing lock on the bar with the palm of your Mm -hmm. hand, pinching your grip and literally having most of your body weight pulling on your wrist, not actually your hand skin being torn off on the bar, right? Uh, I have a YouTube video on this. So if if you need, if you need instruction to see this, if you need to visually see this, just go to YouTube and search Jason Grubb grips. And I've got a video on this, but uh, just a friendly reminder that, um, you know, sometimes, you know, it may not make sense to not put your fingers in the holes. Like why would they have holes on grips? One, and then two, like actually wearing grips, but just if you can get those grips up on the bar, it makes it so that you don't fail on toes to bar or chest to bar or pull ups or muscle ups. You don't fail because of your grip. You fail because your core is blasted or you can't pull anymore. You're not failing because you can't hang on to the bar. Now, you at MFC, yeah. you may fail because you can't hang yeah. on to the bar because you've been hanging on the bar for 18 minutes. Correct. Because that's a different. But you know, I want that feeling. I want that feeling. I oh, want that lock. Yeah. When I jump up, I'm going to want that lock. Yes. So I could just kind of say, okay, I'm just going to need to hang until I have no feeling left in my That's fingers. That's it. Basically. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Your wrist is so yep. strong and the, the connective tissue in that wrist is way mm-hmm. stronger than your actual physical grip that your your forearms can create on that bar. So let the grip do the work. And um, yeah, so that mm-hmm. you can... Uh, I, I mean, I do that on if I'm training deadlifts, I use grips the same way training deadlifts, not competition, but training, because, uh, again, it allows me to mm-hmm. maximize my effort without the grip being the uh, limiting factor. So just a little reminder limiting factor. Yep, yeah, wear grips, perfect. get used to them, uh, chalk them up. And if uh, <laughs> you know, find the right ones, find the ones that work. You got it. Good tip. All right, Rick. Well, another week done. Appreciate you, my friend. And uh, we will do this again next week. Right. And then I'll see you at uh mm-hmm. just over a week nine nine days yeah nine just days. over a week there we go looking forward to it well guys thanks for tuning in to the masters of motion podcast if you found this episode to be helpful we'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app so many have already left a review we appreciate all the reviews out there guys uh your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our masters community until next time get bolder not older see ya